1: My talk one oh seven one everything mm-hmm. entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley, you mm. had a question for me, yeah, about trash cans
2: about garbage cans? I have a garbage can quandary. okay. It's an etiquette question. Mm. Mike, feel free to jump in. listeners, feel free to, I don't know, share your thoughts. But you now just to clarify, you do not have an alley.
1: I don't, but I used to when I lived in okay. St. Paul, okay, so
2: you can mm-hmm. relate, Mike, do you I have do not you don't have an alley. No. And I don't know that it's quite the same question if you don't have an alley. I'm in South Minneapolis. We have alleys. And this thing drives me nuts. And I think it's just sort of like a, you know, like a, a minor obsessive compulsive behavior that I have. Okay. That I want the garbage cans to always face toward me. We keep our trash cans out at all times. Oh. In the alley because they're in the alley. Right? So we don't have to take them out and put them in. Mm. So when I take the trash out, the trash cans are out. And I always want them to face me. But somehow, they end up always facing the road,
1: yes, because that's how the trash
2: trucks pick them up, but I thought that the trash, and so this is the question I have, which is the correct way because to me, it would make sense that the person that's grabbing them for the trash truck grabs them by the handle and then
1: there but the person doesn't pick them up, it's a mechanical arm, right
2: mm-hmm. we no, we have people oh, oh you have people, yeah. okay,
1: okay, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I would think they would want to grab mm. the handle, and I don't want to grab the handle, because then I have to go around the trash can. Oh, Do you see. see what I'm saying? Yes. Is, but maybe I'm wrong. Mike has his hand raised. Well, no, yes, I'm,
0: Mike. I'm just doing the impression of what the machine does. Because, again, oh, if oh, it's oh. not, the way I understand it, or I've ever seen it, is they have the little arm that comes out, it grabs, and then it pulls it up, and then it dumps. So you, they want the flap. Part to be able to open, otherwise yeah. the garbage would kind of get stuck, and all the it would all run on the on the hood. But they yeah. literally at your garbage, they they, they pick get it up. A, a guy in. gets out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll I mean, that. there's a lady. Okay.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Sorry. No, we do. I mean, because uh, frequently we've got a lady because they give out little dog treats if the dogs in the
1: backyard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Oh. So anyway, and and I like because just from my mind of like it just makes sense to me that like I should go out and empty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you put out your trash cans, do you put them out a certain way?
1: We ha- we do. OK, with the flap towards the street.
2: OK, so you always put the flap toward the street. Maybe I'm just I don't know, because Jamie and I have gone back and forth on this for years. I'm like, no, it makes sense to me that you should put them. But so I, I've not talked it. to the, the people who pick up the garbage, the sanitation workers. So maybe I should just like hang out one day and be like, hey, I got a question for you. And they'll probably say, I don't care. Oh, don't you think?
1: Well, either way, then you can go back inside and go list, but listen to what I heard. Yeah,
2: exactly. I need Which like the, the definitive thing because I also <laughs> don't want to be constantly changing it. If they're like, oh, every time this house,
1: I ah. almost keep my address.
2: Don't do that on the air.
1: So yeah, you could. Do you know when they pick it up? It is. Is it always consistent? It's always on
2: Thursday, or I think uh, recycling might be Friday in I the morning. Forget. Yeah, it's in the morning.
1: Okay, before you get here.
2: Uh, it depends.
1: Okay. Um, or maybe a listener knows. No, I was just checking to
2: see if we had any email, but so far not. Okay. But you have to pull your trash out every week. Yeah. Do you forget? Because I imagine that's like the other, like problematic garbage behavior is forgetting to put it out.
1: No, no, because MC, it's a job that his kids do with him on Tuesdays.
2: Oh, so it's like turned into like a chore. It is a chore. And
1: they also take the recycling and the trash down to the bins inside the garage okay yeah and with our association you absolutely cannot have your trash can out before a certain time of night oh my god and you have to bring it back in so that we just pretend trash doesn't exist
2: this is why i love having an alley because (laughs) i never have to take the trash out yeah you just i constantly have to move them Mm -hmm. around because Either the weather or sometimes like when the sanitation people come through, they'll leave it askew. Mm-hmm. And of course, my brain has to have everything lined Straight up perfectly. Lined up. Me
1: too. I would get out and absolutely put it the correct and way. And we
2: have three. So we have to put out. And again, that's why it drives me nuts when some will be cockeyed. Some will be turned around. Some they will don't be, have
1: time to yeah put them back correctly. Yeah. Right? You have three? Three. What? Because
2: we have trash, recycling and compost.
1: Oh.
2: Dawn. Lot. we have is is this rooster rooster's got the actual answer for oh,
3: us i'm listening to rooster
2: hi rooster okay rooster what's the correct answer
3: okay so yeah i'm my talk's favorite garbage man um oh, you are <laughs> i am oh, good. well that's what rocco calls me all oh, right it's good to meet you rooster great oh you've met me before i've called in and talked to you guys but anyway um yeah, the the reason you you said you have a rear load truck that comes in and they dump the carts.
2: Well, so I, it's it's a two-person crew. So somebody actually manually puts the 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 Yeah,
3: so they 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 hang on the back of the truck yep. and dump it in. Yep. Okay, so what's what they're doing there is they got a lot of stops and they got to move fast. And so what they're doing is they probably dump it and then they just push it out of the way and, you know, the wheels to the back, it just rolls up back into there. And so that's probably what's happening there. Okay. So should you know, it be? They're just, they're just in a hurry. They got hundreds and hundreds of stops to go. So.
2: so is there a correct, like, how should I make sure it's set up for them to make it as easy as possible?
3: It really doesn't matter so oh. much. I mean, the way you're doing is probably great because they can just grab the handle and bring it to the truck and then they just push the cart, let it roll up back. Where it is, and that's probably why it gets turned around on you.
2: All right. Well, I appreciate it, Rooster. Thank, Thank you for you. shedding light on this very important topic.
3: Oh, yeah, I have another me, question. One more thing about trash carts and how you put them. Please put them a, put them a couple feet, a few feet apart from each other and other objects like mailboxes, parked cars, and yeah. whatever, because it makes things a lot easier for us too. Oh.
2: Okay, that's good to know. Hey, Rooster, give an advice. A-
3: a- thanks for sharing,
1: Rooster. One more question. Yeah. Do you know the recycling people?
3: Do I know the recycling people? Yeah, I used to be one of the recycling people.
1: Rooster, I have so (laughs) many questions for you, but we don't have time right now. Like,
2: are you going to ask him, like, can I put out plastic number seven?
1: No, I just need to know what happens at the center.
3: What happens at the center? It's actually actually kind of amazing. I got to watch it once. So are people uh, sorting through our bad decisions it's not, it, it's not people that sort through most of it uh-huh. uh, most of it goes through like a machine on like a conveyor belt thing oh and it separates things that way and then when it <clears throat> and then when it comes out it's on another big conveyor belt with people on either side of the line throwing the contaminated stuff out of it
1: i am so thankful for those people i really am i think about them all the time every time they I work something...
3: hard those ones
1: Yes, they do. And tell them we said hello and that there's someone who really appreciates them. And we're grateful. Them. Yeah, we're very grateful for their job, and I hope they get paid well.
3: Hopefully they're listening. Thank you, Rooster. <laughs> oh, you
1: can tell them, Rooster. <laughs> Thank you so much. Anytime you want to call Yeah, in. if you got
2: garbage tips and tricks, Rooster, we're all ears.
3: yes. You bet. I'll, okay. I'll give you a call another time. Thank okay. you. Okay, you guys. too. You too. Okay.
2: So now I don't feel so bad because I think my biggest concern was I don't want to constantly be doing the exact opposite. So it sounds like it doesn't matter. Whatever I want to do, they'll be fine. Now, what we should ask him for those who don't have that two-person crew mm-hmm. is like if it's the automated thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the automatic ones you want to do it the other way yeah, because that's that how the sense. hand grabs and then the garbage yeah. doesn't get trapped in the. Why don't we top? have that fancy one? I don't Maybe know. it doesn't
1: fit through the alley. Oh, oh that could be
2: that's a good call. Also. It's, you know, paying somebody else to do the work. So I'm fine with that. Well, for that's true. Sure. Right? It's they another job. job. Yes. Right. Hey, we learned a lot. Thanks for um, being all ears. When I we have come... trash
1: issues. Just thinking about how much trash we produce anyway. We'll deal with that another time.
2: I mean, it trust me. It bothers me. I'm so grateful we have compost now. Oh, that's I, great. I get, I get rid of everything. Oh. When we great. come back, though, after waiting 13 years for another Avatar movie, the guy who made the movie is going to miss the premiere. And Dawn's got the story right here on my talk one zero seven one. My talk one zero seven one. Everything
1: Entertainment. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, a Mike Ganger production. So, here's the deal. Okay. You take thirteen years to make a movie. Okay. Your sequel.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: It costs so much money, Mm -hmm. and there's so much effort being Mm -hmm. put into this. Yeah. And then. You get COVID. Oh, no. On the opening week. It's true. James Cameron has COVID. James Cameron? Oh, oh no. Right before the thing? It's the US premiere of Avatar. He is yeah, they've done the that. British
2: one already, but they still, did the London premiere. Yeah. So
1: he got to go to that, which is fantastic. This is, of course, the second Avatar, The Way of the Water. Um, it's the sequel to the highest grossing movie ever. And, uh, but uh, yeah, so this week he's going to be doing press virtually.
2: So he's feeling okay? He
1: is. He's asymptomatic and feeling well, but he has to be, you know, when he's (sighs) doing publicity for the film, he's going to be doing it virtually. Um, So that is uh, the thing. Of course, the stars are going to be there. Uh, Kate Winslet, Zoe Saldana. Well, I'm sure they're grateful. They're like,
2: thanks for not showing
1: up. (laughs) Sigourney Weaver, right. Edie Falco, Jermaine Clement. Uh, So I think that this is one of the worst this is the worst luck ever. Yeah. No, just, it's terrible luck. It's
2: so you imagine, terrible. I mean, after putting all your heart and soul into this for 13 years. But that said, he probably is feeling a little, you know, like, okay, my baby has been put to bed. Like, right. this is going to happen without me and I will be okay.
1: You think he's that? I don't know. I don't know. I think he By loves By all accounts, that, he's a
2: little egomaniacal, I would, I perhaps. Would be, yeah,
1: I would be PO'd. Um, but to, in order just to break even, it has to make two billion at the box office.
2: Two billion.
1: Two billion
2: globally mm-hmm. over time, not like opening weekend.
1: No, okay. over time. But um, it just you know when you spend thirteen years doing it, the budget is going to be really big. I personally, because I don't, I think it will break even, maybe. So he ha- they have to be at least the third or fourth highest grossing movie in film history to do that. Um, but I, d- I don't think that they're going to make money on this movie because it's a different time. We have streaming now. Okay,
2: so you don't think that Avatar is going to end up being able to pay for itself?
1: No, I don't. And why? Because of all the different choices we have now. Oh, okay. Back in the day when it did do that we didn't have streaming services yeah that were taking over like they have in the last 10 years yeah even you know we had i mean we still had red box red box and you know netflix that you sent back in the mail
2: i used to um, do that all the time
1: yeah it was fun but now that every you know you've got i don't i'm not going to list all of them that would be stupid but honestly there aren't shows anymore even on tv that everybody can relate to that everyone is primetime watching primetime channels like everyone watched so you years. just say
2: there you just don't think there'll be enough interest around the movie for it to be successful
1: right i think that um there was a lot of nostalgia with top gun maverick because that was from a time that you know you had no other choices and people everyone saw top gun but did everybody see avatar
2: well, it was hugely successful. It beat yeah. Titanic up to that point. So that's the sure. reason I would be very wary of beating or uh, betting against James Cameron is because, I mean, he's done this. That said, I don't understand the appeal personally because I was one of the people who was in the theater watching Avatar the first time. And while I was blown away, and the reason I went was because of the technology yeah. advancements, mm-hmm. you know, the whole 3D thing. Because I'm like a nerd and I was like, sure. oh my God, this is amazing. But yeah. the story... Not so much. So when I learned that they were going to be doing a sequel, I was like, and then they talked about not just a sequel, but there was going to be like six
0: movies, right, Mike? There's five already. Well, they're already scheduled. The three is scheduled in two years. Two years after that is four. And then two years after that is five. And I'm like,
2: that seems a little adventurous in terms of, uh, or, you know, maybe pretentious is the right word to Uh, think that you're going to have that much of an audience. That said, the one thing that surprised me was, I think it was around, gosh, I don't remember exactly when this was, but a couple months ago they reissued the original Avatar. Mm -hmm. And it like was the number one at the box office. It was like 30, well, I don't know if it was number one, but it was like tens of millions of dollars for a movie that previously had been available on streaming. Disney took it off streaming to release it in theaters. And people came out in droves. And I'm like, who are these people? You know, but there is clear. So what I'm saying is I think there's clearly this interest there. It will be fascinating to watch whether people do show up or, to your point,
3: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer.
1: Be kind to your mind and get these new tropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
2: Maybe you're like, I, I'm I going to hold out.
1: I think a lot of people still haven't seen Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I think there are other choices. Yeah, And and people like to stay at home.
2: Yeah, well, also the box office. I mean, getting people out to a movie is a far different
1: Mm-hmm. Ask right. than it
2: was,
0: yeah. Than it was,
2: but again, I like uh, you were gonna say. I something. just like, said so to your point,
0: Don. You brought up Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, it has to do thirty three percent better than Top Gun Ooh. Maverick did to get to the levels we're talking about. Okay, because oh Top Gun Maverick gosh. is eleventh like all huge... time at one point, nearly one point five billion. That's eleventh
2: all time,
1: and yeah. it was. It was number one for so long. It's probably still in
2: theaters. The (laughs) only difference I would say, because we're talking also globally, because this is a global release, right? Like Top Gun Maverick probably didn't play in China, for example. Yeah. Which right. is the first
0: time a movie this big has been uh, approved in China for oh, a long time. It oh, go- it's going to yeah. China. But, oh, yes. Okay,
1: that so does it, make a difference. So that's the only mm-hmm. thing
2: I would watch is like over time. But, you know, to your point, two billion, it's a lot. So I think a lot of people are going to be like you wondering, um, uh, is this really going to happen?
1: I hate to be. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not on the production staff. I will say this about what I think about the animation that I see in the trailers. Yeah. Since I'm a gamer, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it's not good enough.
2: Oh, really?
1: There are games out there that every time we get a new big release game, it's even better than the last one when it comes to the technology of 3D animation. You can see the pores in their skin. You can see the fine hairs on their face. Yeah, You can see the soul. It's unbelievable. For instance, God of War, the newest God of War that just came out, just watch a trailer of that, and okay. you will be like, oh my gosh, those look like real people. I mean, we can't even, we have an 85-inch TV that so we play So maybe James with Cameron
2: needs to, like, find some gamers.
1: Well, the thing is, is that since he started working on the animation, this has been 13 years. It's yeah. gotten better and better and better. So what was six months ago is even better than, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. six months ago, what we have now is even better Yeah. that they're working on now.
2: Are you planning on seeing it?
1: Um, I need In the to, theater, I mean. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched the first one all the way through. I
2: got kind of bored. I hate to you say know, that. No, the story, by all accounts, the story this time, I will say, the early uh, opinion is that the story is better. They focused a lot more on the story this time around because you're right. The, the fir- And that's why I'm saying, like, I didn't understand this. But then I was listening to a podcast uh, from, you know, people in Hollywood who were mm-hmm. like, don't bet against James Cameron and here are the five reasons why. And I was like, okay, I can, I can hear that. Sure. But to your point, I don't, like, from a personal standpoint, I wasn't blown away the first time I saw it. And that was 20 years ago, or however yeah. many years ago.
1: Yeah, 13. I th- 13 years ago, so 2010. Yeah. I think that just, I was doing, I had a lot going on in my life right then. I think I was in a, sh- a play, and so I just didn't, I, I saw it on video later, right. so that might have been why.
2: All right, well, you know, we're going to find out. Yeah. It's going to happen. And uh, when we return, uh, oh yes, I'm excited. Yeah. Dawn had a question about family history. And uh, I'm going to help her answer it when we return right here on My Talk 1071.
1: My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, a Mike Ganger production. Hi. Bradley has a very, very cool. Uh, is it a talent or an interest? It's Both. a talent and an interest. You love to dig into family history. You are well-versed in researching things like that and discovering mysteries about people and their families
2: yeah i would say for probably about the last 15 years or so i've just been like way more into it i've always loved you know stories my family stories but then it turned into once a lot of records became available online a hobby that I could indulge right from my laptop in my living room. Mm -hmm. But I've since, you know, gone to research libraries. I've been to the historical societies, both here and in like other States where my family lives. I've gone on genealogy road trips before. Oh my gosh. But I love to in turn, you know, when I'm, when I hit a brick wall in my own family, To turn around and help other people answer, you know, history, mystery questions they have in their own family, which is what I'd love to do for you guys here on the show. And so to that end, I think every week, you know, if you guys give me a question, if you have a mystery that you want solved, I'd be happy to indulge and see if I can get to the bottom of questions because every family has questions like Where did it, you know, where did we come from? Well, specifically, you know, what country, what year, what ship did you come over on? Uh, Or, you know, has your family been here for generations? And if so, you know, is there any, are there any interesting characters in your past? Right, Dawn, I know you have a mystery in family history.
1: I do. So my name, my last name, I don't know any of those people. Except for my dad, McLean, and, yes, and my I knew my my um, uncle Shannon. Okay, but um, the McLean side, the story Shannon
2: Allen McLean
1: Shannon, born nineteen
2: thirty four.
1: Yes, yeah. Shannon McLean was not a great man. He um, they hit, they were from Oklahoma. My grandma married him, and he was abusive, and he. Unfortunately, stabbed my grandmother in the stomach when she was pregnant with my dad with a meat fork.
2: This is a terrifying story, by the way. Terrifying,
1: right? So my dad never really knew his real dad. He visited him two times when he was a later when he found them in California. But basically, that family—the story is that they got all the money together for Martha, my grandma, and said to the bus at the bus station take her as far as this will take her and don't tell us where it is so that evil Shannon couldn't find out
2: and so she ended up in another part of the country.
1: She ended up in California.
2: You know, what's interesting is, so Dawn was telling me about this side of her family, and she's got a lot of questions around the McLean okay. side. And so she gave me some very basic information yesterday, and I just spent, oh God, I probably spent a couple hours last night just creeping around. Oh my gosh, thank around. you. And um, I have started to put some things together, and next week I want to share some answers with you because... I don't know. I I was kind of hoping that I would maybe be able to shed light on that actual family story you told Mm, because... To
1: see if it's real.
2: Well, because also, you know, here's what I will tell you from what I've learned of family history uh, digging is that a lot of stories get passed down. They're not always as they actually happen.
1: Absolutely. Sometimes,
2: you know, there'll be family lore. You start digging and you go, well, actually, and, you know, for example, my grandmother used to say like, oh, your grandfather's people all came from Liverpool. Well, that wasn't true. They did come from England, but they left from Liverpool. That oh, was the port.
1: Right. That was just the port. Right. right? Which so is like on the, in my yeah. head, I was
2: like, oh, we're Liverpoolians or whatever they yeah, say. Scouse. for people, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, sadly, or not sadly, they just came from another part. But that's that's the story that was passed down. So with your terrible story, I thought, well, maybe there's some actual newspaper accounts. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. But what I will tell you is that he was in the same part of California. At the same time.
1: He was. So
2: I don't know how he ended up in California. And he ended up on, and again, we're talking about... um, Shannon? Yeah, this is... My
1: grandpa. This is my biological grandpa. Shannon
2: Alexander McLean. right? And by the way, his name is actually Alexander Shannon McLean on his birth certificate. So he must have just always gone by Shannon.
1: Oh, okay. That was his middle name. Sure. And then my uncle is Shannon.
2: Yeah. You have an uncle, Shannon, an aunt, Sheila?
1: She died at 16 she was shot oh i'm sorry that's okay i never met her but and it was then my there's dad's big sister. then there's your dad
2: mm-hmm. right um but i found out that shannon was in the merchant marines mm. and there is a full file of <gasps> papers about all the work he did in the merchant marines you can read letters that the captains wrote on his behalf oh lots of he's information really good in the kitchen well he actually was an engineer i think okay um, but anyway, so I found all that information. And then I was able to go back to his father, uh, to Ed McLean from 1883. He was in Sutter, Oklahoma. Okay, Sutter. So again, started the journey for you. I know this is a part of your family and you'd like to see like what's the earliest we can go back with the McLean side. Where did they come from? I'm going to get as far as I can. And next week, I'll tell you how far wow. I got. In the meantime, dear listeners, I think it would be awesome if you sent me an email. If you want to be a part of this segment, I'll do it every week. We'll do it. We'll say this time of uh, so Tuesdays at one thirty
1: and he will only be able to choose one a week.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So just send me an email because and make it real specific. Like, I want to know when we came over or I want to know if this story I heard is true and i will do my best and i have got like i don't know at all i'm not an expert by any means i'm just an amateur you know family history uh luther <laughs> but i know people who can get better answers if i'm not able to find them
1: wow that is so cool yeah. i'm I, you know i think i knew what area of oklahoma but I didn't know specifically where they came from because, you know, I was told a long time ago and I don't remember. And then my mom knows, like all the information that I got you for you to look at that. Yeah. Inform- you know, she knew the date of birth. and
2: yeah. So your dad's dad, again, this Shannon character, he was actually born in Arkansas. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Okay. So this family was moving around a lot. That's the one thing I noticed, a lot oh. of movement.
1: Wow. There's- so I was born in California. Yep. My parents met in California, but we ended up back in. We bought land in two different places and decided on Missouri.
2: I was going to say you've got family roots in Missouri already. Yes. Missouri, Arkansas, Texas. The those that McLean family they were in Texas a lot.
1: What? Yeah. I had no idea. Oh
2: yeah, Wichita Falls, Texas, which oh, I didn't even know I was know a thing. Where,
1: yeah, I know that. I know Wichita Falls.
2: Yeah. So and the
1: Cowboys train there. His, I think.
2: Uh, the, so this is your grandmother, Martha, Yes, her family. Now I haven't confirmed it, but in another family tree that I was able to corroborate that family goes all the way back to the 1600s in the U S What? yeah. So if that's, but I haven't verified that that's you yet, but if it is, it shows that your family has, you know, some pretty significant early American history roots.
1: That's fascinating. And this
2: is just one side of your family.
1: Right. I didn't even start
2: going up, uh, you know, your mother's side of the family.
1: Oh, yeah, that side has been fully researched, I think, by my cousin Cheryl. Yeah. So, yeah. Well,
2: and that's the beauty, and I want to tell everybody. So if you, again, if you have a family history mystery and you want me to get to the bottom of it or at least get you in the right direction, let me know by email, and each week I'll pick a, an email, and I'll endeavor to do that so long as I'm able. I've done this on the show before, so I thought we'd bring it back again. I as,
1: love it. It's so interesting.
2: Because it is. It literally is like watching a reality show unfold but it's your family. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I love and that stuff. Tell
1: about, uh, before we break here, you had, you discovered about your own family, um, something interesting about how your great, great, great grandparents met or something on the same farm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So if we go all the way back and let me just pull up, um, this would be my three times great grandfather
1: mm-hmm.
2: was a farmhand in England on a man at a manor house mm-hmm. when I was looking for him where he was I was like oh he's at this manor house he's a farmhand he's working in the field you know uh helping the, the the landowner in that very same house was inevitably who would end up being my three tam- three times great-grandmother and she was a maidservant in the manor house you so, found
1: out where they met so they
2: met and within a year they had married and uh, came to the United States.
1: That's fantastic. And in that
2: moment is what got me hooked Jeez. because I thought, "Oh my God, it's like an it's like Downton Abbey."
1: It is
2: in so, my own family. Although so, we were we were you know upstairs downstairs, we were the downstairs. You were downstairs,
1: of course. Of course, I think I'm probably downstairs too. But uh, so. Did you find out, would you want to go digging personally? I know you wouldn't be able to do this for other people, just to be clear. Yeah, But yeah. do you want to know about the manor house, how big it was, I've, where it was? I've
2: tried to find, like, what happened to this home. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to, but someday I would love to go over to England and be able to do that firsthand.
1: Wow, well, yeah. let And everybody
2: can do that because I'm telling you... Uh, You know, like I'll help you get started. Once you get started, you're going to go down these rabbit holes. And there are so many documents now available online that you have no idea how far you can get in your own journey. There is a process you you have to you know, there's actual standards that actual genealogists follow that is, you know, because you don't want to just kind of willy nilly start digging into stuff because then you'll end up on like false false trails oh okay but i have no
1: idea i do know how to research homes because of the paranormal group i'm in oh sure so we do that we have um on our team luckily she is a librarian and was a library science major so she taught me how to research in this area where to find old records and you know who owned what homes yeah
2: we should help people figure out What's going on with the history of their homes?
1: Yeah, I could do
2: that. I'm going to tell you, if you want to go digging in anything historically, whether it's your home or your family, make a library in your friend. Because they will tell you all sorts of wonderful tricks and tips to get the best information. That's fantastic. All right, fingers crossed. And Mike don't think you're going to get out of this experience
0: i've sent texts i'm trying to find all the details about my grandparents from date of birth and things like that i'm excited
2: to find out i don't nothing good and think about um you know questions and dear listeners again just send an email um if you have a history mystery in your own family that you'd like to solve and when we return from the mysteries of histories (laughs) to uh mike you did something fun this weekend i did. And you're gonna or not this weekend, yesterday. yesterday yeah. And you're gonna tell us about it right here on My Talk 1071.
1: My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We're just uh, talking
2: more family history. We were.
1: <laughs> we got a little bit caught up there. Thank you, Mike, for producing the show. It's a Mike Ganger production. Speaking of time. Yeah, Mike, you know what? Yeah. I gotta know all about This thing that you did yesterday that I passed by on the way home and saw it lit up. What did you do?
0: Speaking of adventures, I checked out Glow over at CHS Field.
2: When she told me you went to Glow, I was yeah. like, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling? Is it CHS? <laughs> yeah. uh, that
0: would be fun, too. But no, I did not. Uh, yeah, I went check that out. Like you said, I've actually driven by it every single night. They've been working, you know, leaving here and going down to Invergrove. I drive by it yeah. every single time, and it's fun because you could see the whole month leading up, little pieces getting added to every little spot. Um, I absolutely love
1: it. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our Times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amer Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
0: it it uh i've done experiences like this in the past where there's just a bunch of holiday lights everywhere and it, sometimes when you got the drive through or the walk-through ones mm-hmm. they get a little spread out mm. and you just kind of like okay go into this one and then we're going to this one but there's separation having it in a stadium it is all around you it is all encompassing it is super super fun you walk in right away some big beautiful presents you look above you there's little Twinkles of lights coming down around you, and oh. uh, they had their they had their uh, concession stands open. They had the option if you wanted to enjoy a adult refreshment that was available as well. So literally everything they had Santa there for the kiddos. It was everything you need for a, an amazing holiday experience.
1: Have you been so, to the one at the fair before? Because this used to be at the fair. Oh right?
2: really? Yeah, I've never checked that one out when it was at the fair. Okay. The same. Yeah, I think it was so it's like a ticket you just buy a ticket in advance yep. or you can buy it right there go yeah go
0: online uh, glowholiday.com to check out uh, where you can get your tickets but yeah you do need tickets in advance when I showed up there were some people ahead of me that didn't have tickets and they had to go through and buy it on their phone which is oh, easy enough to do oh, but that's good, good to, to know, know. Yeah, you still need to get those tickets yeah they just there's a little QR code that'll be yeah. provided once you get your ticket but uh, the attention to detail was so cool we're sitting around and just enjoying it walking through the different displays they all have a little different theme the entire uh, outfield has all all of the uh, these massive reindeer. So all of the you know eight reindeer are all in the outfield, kind of <laughs> sitting there, and you walk by them. So that was really cool. They have a big slide for the kiddos or for the you know older kiddos if they want to ride down the uh, slide. There's one of those available. So it's just yeah, super super fun. But uh, the attention to detail, like underneath the standing room only section, like a behind home plate, there's just these cute little lanterns. Like a spot you wouldn't even think anyone's looking. There's a cute little lantern with Aww. a little like uh, fake candle in it. So it was just. Awesome.
2: And I feel like the weather's been good lately, like yeah. for this kind of activity. Mm-hmm. It's not too cold. I mean now you're not gonna tonight, be going tonight, but, but, but still. Great, but. Um but
0: it goes through it looks like through January first. Yep. And actually, the uh, also last night. In, so my dad's a lower town St. Paul guy. That's why I can just go Lucky down there easily, park, and that area. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome. So we just parked down there, uh, went and hung out with him, and then I uh, did this. But then also the uh, Canadian Pacific holiday train was <gasps> okay. off in the distance as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about
2: this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what I saw this uh, advertised, we got a press release about Mm -hmm. it, and I noticed all the places it was stopping and all the dates. And I thought, oh, wow, I bet in the smaller towns, this is really a big deal. But apparently it's huge here, too. Right. People are standing room only. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Our goal was to go to that first and then go to Glow. And yeah. as we started walking down there, we're like, w- I can see it from here because <laughs> we were going to fight all those people. Um, yeah, yes. You're like, nope, yeah. not doing the line. And there's a VIP process that sells out like months in advance, I believe. So there's really? what they do is, yeah, the, the train, train com- people are legit. Yeah. And the, the train rolls in, and the way I understand or what I've seen is, like, the, one of the cars opens, and then the performers are there, and that they come so out and perform cool. a, a show for you.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah,
2: this is so No cool.
1: wonder you have to get tickets in advance. I was literally just going to say, you know what they should do is they should have people dancing on top of the trains. But then I thought, oh, that's too icy. But they do open. <laughs> they come they out of the to... train. Yes. Oh my gosh! But you did not get a chance to be we, that up close. You just saw
2: that.
0: We heard the them. Distance. Yeah, we went and grabbed some food as we were walking from the food to glow. We could hear music playing in the in the uh, you know around. And I think it's like a thirty-five to forty-minute performance, something wow. like that. Are they still oh. doing that Christmas market down there too? They are. Yes, that's the other big oh. thing. My dad See, was telling at, me about uh, that. He Union loved Depot. it. Depot. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, I did a an event there for Alexis whenever she was supposed to be
2: probably her bake uh, cookie thing. She,
1: she was doing some craft. She yeah. was supposed to, and I filled in because she became a mother sooner than she thought she would. Oh gosh! And then I was the fill in, and I wrapped presents Look at in you. a weird way, yeah. like different types of ways to wrap like intentionally gifts. Intentionally
2: weird, or um, just... I
1: did some DIY stuff that like my mom oh. had done in the past. Like my mom loves to collect uh, out in the country. Um, Uh, pine cones and make wreaths out of them, and so I did some of that with my wrapping. It was a
2: natural experience.
1: Yeah, and some of them were fails, and I had a (laughs) lovely audience of people there just cheering me on, and it was so funny. Like, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm not Alexis with this one, (laughs) because I'm glue gunning stuff, and it's just falling I would
2: never attempt to take Alexis on at her craft game. Oh,
1: well, I let people know immediately. I said, I want to let you know that this is something that is not going to be up to par with what Alexis would do. Do, but i'm gonna do my best people oh and, and like, i'm sure they oh, loved yay, every minute yeah, of it yeah yeah and you know people walk in and out it's just a i also um, was the MC for a day event of just like people making cookies and wonder pe- wonderful people from the community that had different projects christmas things going on yeah. so that was a lot of fun and i t- i'm talking about something that happened 2 3 years ago which is always fun to hear on the radio.
2: Oh my god, what? No, People absolutely. Are like, um, that happens can we every go year. Oh, no, they do that every year by the way and they just I know Colleen and Holly just kicked off they do a tree lighting down at uh, Union Depot. So you you didn't actually go to the Union Depot <laughs> we, part but that's fine because you still can probably before okay. the end of the season
0: if you want to do another trip down there Mike. You can. My father said it was every single weekend leading up to uh, to the holidays and I actually oh, just posted a link for you guys to check out because there's a video of it. Yeah, this train rolls up and then all of a sudden the uh, sidewall of the train drops down and this dude comes out with a mic in his hand and it's like a kiss concert it's like there's steam flying everywhere there's smoke I love it <laughs> it's, it's like it's, ELO it's, or um, yeah. no uh, Mannheim steam exactly like. oh
2: my god so and
0: that's what was going on last <laughs> night so <laughs> And I I wasn't sure if they were going to hang out for a while or what they were going to do. We were walking through Glow, and all of a sudden, it took off again. It was on to its next stop. And I actually had a chance to see them in Wisconsin Dells as well. Oh, my God. This
2: is amazing. It literally does just open up, and like a a big band pops Mm -hmm. out. That's so fun. That looks amazing. So this is just another fun thing to do. Now, let's go back to the Glow, because that's where you started from. And if you guys are just joining us, Mike had fun last night, festive holiday fun that everybody can have. Um, how much were tickets? Did you tell us that? Um, uh, I think twenty bucks a piece is yeah. what they
0: are. Okay, yep, twenty bucks a piece. Well worth it when you walk through there, and I, they do a good job. I believe. I don't. When we were there, it was nice. There wasn't a ton of people. You know, you're gonna. The weather wasn't the super the best. It was decent, but it was pretty windy, so it was pretty chilly. So I don't know if that kept some people away. But uh, uh, you can go find your tickets at the website. But yeah, about twenty bucks. All
2: right, twenty Sorry, bucks. Is... I
1: opened the link and it started to play oh, okay. music. Sorry. <laughs> well, okay, stop.
2: Oh, my God, This Is this so going? What's happening? Is okay. that on your, oh, it's on your laptop. I was like, what's going on I over there? Like I don't like it when notice. things just start
1: playing. It makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, they shouldn't. What are you it should just about? start. Well, I'm doing a radio show. Oh. I was trying to That's see. Why gotta be careful but I. you got what you click. Uh-huh.
2: Have you done any of these holiday festivities yet, Dawn?
1: Not here, but um, I would love to. It's just so overwhelming. There are quite a few things. Like, there's the whole ice
2: Well, you got plenty of time for that, right? Yep, that's coming in what, January? Oh, it
1: does come in January. I think. Isn't that in
2: January usually down? Well, actually, you know what? It's been so many years since I've done uh, the Ice Castles uh, or the St. Paul Holiday.
1: Oh, the Winter Carnival? The Winter Carnival,
2: Yeah. yeah. Usually they have the Ice Castle experience as a part of that, but I don't know. Honestly, since... Since pandemic times, mm-hmm. I've kind of lost track of exactly, which is why I'm grateful for Mike bringing a story like this today, because it reminds us. And also we do get the press releases. And I know we've talked about uh, the holiday train Um but it's nice to get those reminders because you forget, like, we actually used to go and do fun stuff for the holidays. I
1: know. And we used to,
2: our big uh, holiday tradition, I don't know about you guys, but was to go see Christmas Carol at the Guthrie. It's another wonderful oh my family God, I tradition. I have done
1: that. And that is fantastic. They switch it up every, every year. year. It's yep. so cool. I wish I could be in it at some point.
2: Yeah. Hey, go. Uh, I mean, why we'll not? Audition, audition now. For sure. All right. Thank you, Mike, for sharing that. Thank and uh, we'll put that in our show links today. So if you want to uh, learn more about Glow or the Holiday Train. And when we return, Dawn brought me an Oreo. And I'm, I'm Mike as well. Oh, yes. And Mike. Mike has an I want you to taste it. And also, Drake has a necklace made out of never oh. engagement rings. Yeah. You going to tell us about that? I
1: am. All right. Well, we